When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening. It's Donna. It's Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Little chat. I just had a lint. Lint Lindor? Is it Lindor or is it lint? There's two different ones. Aren't Isn't they Lindor all the... and lint? Two different chocolates? Aren't they the same company? Don't ask me questions. <laughs> Gary, do you know? Gary thinks it's the same company. Well, we're going to find out. I think it's all. I think Lindor is the parent company of Lint, L-I-N-D-N-T. Mm. Right? Or reverse that. Lint is the, it says Lindor is Lint's brand. Lindor. Oh, Lindor is, is made up of Lint, the, the warrantor for outstanding chocolate passion, and or the okay. French word for gold. What? Oh, really? I've had. Why? Why are we going down this rabbit hole? Because I, I coughed after a slice of lint chocolate got lodged in my throat. Whole life flashed before my eyes, and here we are. I'm glad you survived. You're a warrior. Oh, no. uh, anyway, it's hour three of the show. I have to tell you guys that I stopped downstairs in the cafeteria on my way in this morning. And Brian hadn't even started making soup yet. Excuse me? That's what he said. We have two people, a part of our sit and soup winners, who bid some $600 to be here. And you're telling me that we're going to take them to the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some lukewarm, not even heated yet, soup. I didn't even know you could make soup that quick. How long does it take to make soup? I don't know. Well, you can make soup pretty quick, I think. With one of those immersion blenders. He he will work his magic. But anyway, thank you both for being know. here. We don't know if you will. We really don't. But we're going to keep saying that. We'll call him today at 1151. I just went in uh, during the break. Holly said, hey, what's the soup? I said, heck, if I know. Listen at 1151, 1152. We'll call the cafeteria and find out together. So that's coming up in just a little bit. At 1130 today... Oh, this is great. And we have guests in studio, so they'll be able to play along as well. We're going to play Cover Story. Oh, good. Okay. Cover cool. Story is, uh, it's 1130 is now Rock O'Clock on the show where DJ Rock Lobster joins us with a different game or a segment. Um, and then Mike, Donna, and I just hang out and listen to whatever he's got. So today, um, we're going to play Cover Story, and it's going to be very exciting. And that's where Rock is going to pick out a holiday song that's been covered by a bunch of different artists. He will play them, and what's cool about the song is he he edit he edits the song in a way that 
it keeps cutting and going to the next person lyrically on time where it should. You right. know what I mean? Yes. And then you listen and you're blindly identifying the voice who is singing the song. So cover story at 1130. We hope that you play along. Now, All right. I got to tell you quick, if you missed my uh, 930 review, I'll make this one a little quicker. I saw Avatar over the weekend. Avatar, The Way of Water. Open to, I think, about $135 million, a little bit below expectations. Some people said that was likely because people wanted to see it in IMAX. Yeah, yeah. IMAX's best experience, especially IMAX 3D, from a middle seat. And so I went on and looked in the IMAX theater. The, the seats were all on the edges. That's what was still available. And so they think that some people are waiting for crowds to die down a little bit so oh, that, that they be. can, in week two or week three, get the best seats that they are looking for. So um, that notwithstanding, it's going to still make a ton of money. It's going to continue. It'll perform these James Cameron movies. They don't just do one big opening weekend and then go away. They have staying power. Titanic did. Avatar, the first one in 09, did as well. And I think this one is going to also. Okay. The story, I think, was better. The writing in the first one was a little bit choppy. Just felt a little, like, contrived. This one, the writing was better. The stories were more interesting. I guess this, I didn't care a ton. I liked Avatar, the movie. I didn't care a ton about the story. It just didn't get me emotionally. I don't know. Did I have kids in 09? I guess I didn't. We were pregnant. No, my daughter was born in 2010. I should know that. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. But this is a family storyline. And so I think that I resonated with the, the story resonated with me a little bit more than the first one did. And there were multiple storylines that were happening and they reprised some old characters from the first movie that you didn't know they were going to. I think it's really, really good. My, my succinct review is avatar, the way of water. It is quite long and it is quite good. It okay. really clocks in at over three hours. Are you? Wow. I three hours. I get over three hours. I don't get in a non reclining seat. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. I sat like this, Donna. You might as well have been on a plane. At one point, I did this. Tell me if this is, does this make the people beside me weird? I was too uncomfortable. Were you leaning back? No, no, no. I then leaned forward, hmm. elbows on my knees, and did about 10 minutes just to give my back like a different position. I did sure. that in two different intervals. And at one point, I leaned forward on my seat. Were there people on both sides of you? I was surrounded. Oh, There were people big. everywhere. And then at one point, I'm wearing my jacket. <laughs> it's getting hotter as the, as the movie goes on. It's getting hotter. There was like a 20-degree shift. I got in. I was wearing my jacket. It was great. Oh, now you have to get up and take it off. And what I do, if you're like me, a person who is always thinking, am I somehow annoying someone beside me right. in public? Not professionally so much, but in public. I'm then thinking, <laughs> for 10 minutes, when should I do this? Should I start with my oh right my arm or gosh. my left arm? That would totally be me, too. Is that you? Because you know someone's going to be going, like, in their mind, sit down. Yes. Yeah. But I, so I thought. Oh, this guy's got to go to the bathroom again. Yes. Yeah. How many times did you go? I only went one time. Wow, that's impressive. I I wet my pants a second time, but I only actually went one time. But I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, do I stand up? I can stand up if it's a big changeover. Fly down (laughs) in your seat. So then what I end up doing is I go forward so that the rear of my caboose, just the last little sliver, is on the seat, and then I just commit to it, and I go left arm first, and I like try to slink out of it, and then luckily, once the left sleeve came down, then I could... I'd like to figure out how I got out of it, but I got out of it, and then I just had You're to the guy me. at the opera 
during the quiet time that's trying to unwrap his candy, his hard candy. Uh, And everyone is so annoyed. Yeah. Just waiting. And then they start doing this. They just look back and give you a crusty. You know, the (laughs) the person beside me, speaking of that, I thought she needed to be a touch more self-aware because if someone behind us would make noise, there was a kid who a couple times was like, can we go yet? And then his parents were like, shh. But she would turn around and look, and I'm like, no, you can't turn around. Yeah, Whoever's making noise back there, if somebody coughed pretty hard at one point, and she did the old rubber neck back there, and I was like, hey, we're going to be seatmates. We got to, come on, help me get my jacket off. (laughs) 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 I am going to see it again. I'm going to see it in Pittsburgh with the the fam. Uh, Here's a tip for you, though. All right. Maybe take your jacket off as soon as you get there and put it on your lap or up. You know, use it as a blanket. No, Donna, you missed the critical part of this. Oh, I did. There was a 20 degree shift. All of us were just sitting there, 200 of us, breathing, Cold. breathing. So the temperature of the room went up throughout the performance. Got it. You know but what I mean? Why don't you just take it off? So you, it's going to happen again, is what I'm saying. I know, the but I don't want to happen again. I don't want to be cold at the beginning. Well, bring then a, okay. What do I bring a blanket? I can't help you. I want to go. Okay. All right. We'll come back, though. Uh, Hey, a little more movie news. There is a movie that basically ruined my life. Okay. And the director (laughs) of this movie is talking about his regrets. I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come right back on My Talk 1071. All right. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That song right there. Yes. Last Christmas by Wham. I'm going to put it, I think, in my top five. Oh, really? Christmas songs of all time. In terms of when I hear it, I immediately, immediately feel good. I like that one, too. I got to tell you, I am so sick of Mariah Carey's song. It's way overplayed. I'm going to stand with you, Queen, and say that It's I still too, a good song. I get it. I could just, maybe it could take a couple of years off. I could do once or twice a year hearing it. Yeah. And that's kind of enough. She does a New Year's Eve thing. She sings that. Great. And then I go into maybe... uh, Boy, this would be a fun segment. Maybe we should save it for tomorrow. If you were coming up with your top five, there are only five... This is a segment. Guys, are you vibing with this? I like this because I do have a number one that you might not even know. Top five Christmas songs. Only five get to exist. And we'll we'll do this tomorrow. All right, let's do it tomorrow. tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Okay, I love it. it. Uh, uh, but like yeah. Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, Chestnuts yes. Roasting on an Open Fire. Because, yeah, no, Donna, this is like when we set up the, the, the celebrity table at Thanksgiving. Which celebrities, six of them, three men, three okay. women, who would you invite to your, your Thanksgiving table? And we're looking for dynamic conversation, okay. funny, thought-provoking, all of that. Here... I'm writing mine down already. We need to make sure that there are peaks and valleys. We need to hit okay. all the notes. Okay. I've know? already got two of mine. Thank you. That's fun. <laughs> I love it. Oh we'll my god, it. it's like right. you're my best friend. I don't. All right, feel oh, good whatever. About that. Okay, Steven Spielberg. Um, hmm. He directed the movie Jaws. And that's all for today's dirt alert. <laughs> you're right. He did, Donna. And now he is saying that he truly regrets the influence that that movie had on the decimation of the shark population. 
1975, he said what happened was after that movie came out, there was a frenzy of crazy sport fishermen that started fishing for sharks. Are you listening to yes, me? Yes, I'm listening. And then people start because they saw Jaws, he was the antagonist in the movie. Yep. So Spielberg now feels like he caused a hunt. Correct. Yes. Yes. He said, um, he says a lot of things about the movie. He said, I had to be resourceful in figuring out how to create suspense and terror without even seeing the shark itself. That's where the music comes Uh, in. Yeah. And he said Hitchcock did that really well and was he he was a tremendous guide for him in the way he was able to scare you without really seeing anything. He also ruined lives. I I love the ocean. I love being near the ocean. I love being on a boat. If I'm on a boat and then someone says, hey, let's go snorkeling. I'm going to anchor here. I'm going to jump in. No, you're anti snorkeling. I'm I'm too terrified. Would you do you mean scuba diving or snorkeling? You're not getting. What did I say? Well, well, no, both are. I'm not sure what (laughs) you mean. Snorkeling is you have a little air hole. You can go under, but you can't breathe under there. Scuba diving is the whole contraption. I can't snorkel. Listen, I can't. I, I mean, I could maybe stick my head in the water from the boat while keeping my body on the boat. Yeah. Just to see the colorful fish and the reefs and everything. But no, there's there are sharks in there. And that music goes off in my head whenever I'm in the ocean. Did you ever have this when you were a kid? I couldn't even take a bath for a long time. (laughs) Well, okay, but serious question. We used to have a diving well. And I would even do this in a... So it's a community pool. Okay, I could do that. I would start to get freaked (laughs) out. But even in my neighbor's pool, Dave Anker... Hey, Dave. Bink Daddy, as we called him. Of course you did. He, sometimes in that pool, I would envision, what if there was a shark in here? And I would like start pulling my feet up off the ground. This was a four foot above ground pool. And I would get freaked out there thinking, oh, what if there was like a shark in the water and you didn't know it? So you make the joke about the bath. Right. But I had some semblance of that just in little neighborhood pools. I guess it's a part of my story. I think... That comes from, did you see the movie, Jaws? I saw it at some point. I was. Yeah. I mean, it probably looks really stupid now because the... No, well, I think the suspense, though... I think they should redo it. Scare a new generation of kids. It feels like it would come across too current. You know, that, you know, just too... Everybody's remaking everything. I can't I, believe Jaws was not remade. I think, though, to Steven Spielberg's point, the Hitchcock vibe of you don't need to see it to be afraid means that you don't have to update it. You don't worry so much about the the effects and how did it look because it wasn't the effects that made you scared. It was the dun, dun, and then a fin. That was all you needed. You're you don't right. need the, the shark to You're look right. real. I'll tell you a scary shark movie. Open water. Did you see that? I saw parts of it and was terrified. Just absolutely terrified. I remember not feeling good about that one. Me no likey. Me no likey either, Steve. Avatar Way of Water, thanks for bringing it up. Oh, you're welcome. Does feature a big whale. There are some Pandora whales that play a pretty pivotal part in this movie. So you know who would struggle with it? Dawn. Dawn, Dawn from Bradley and Dawn. Yeah.
I do love whales, though. Sharks, by the way, don't target humans, and they don't. Um, okay. There's no such thing as a man-eater shark with a taste for human flesh. But there are such things as shark who have eaten men. But sharks rarely take more than one bite out of people, it says here, because oh, we're so great. lean and unappetizing to them. Okay, so it's just, it's like when you go to the frozen yogurt thing and you're not sure if you want the flavor. Can I just get a quick sample of that? That you're telling me sharks <laughs> do on human flesh? Well, they're like, you're well, not helping yes. their cause. Yeah. How about this? Sharks are terrifying. Avoid them like the plague because if pushed, they could eat you. And they I, wouldn't harbor guilt. I don't think we think sharks are emotionally weighing what they've done. No, and they don't hold grudges. So I think <laughs> Steven Spielberg is pretty safe from the sharks. Thank yeah. you. Oh, by the way, there's a Steven Spielberg documentary on HBO Max. Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Okay. It's about his life. And I went and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe I'll watch this. I'm a bachelor. I um, want to see the Fablemans. That's I want to see watch. the Fablemans, too. It's, I don't think it's, a, it's not available in, at home, is it? Not yet. Okay, anyway, the Steven Spielberg doc, I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Was it good? Like two hours and 40 minutes. It's still shorter than Avatar. Donna! Sorry, I blew up. If Spielberg is in 3D, the documentary on Steven Spielberg, I'll watch it. Otherwise, I'm out. All right, here's what we'll do. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have two guests in studio. So, Donna, we need to get them paper and pens. Oh, guess who so just got that? That we can all <laughs> play. Cover Story is coming in next. It's going to be uh, Rock O'Clock. Stay right there. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hi, Hey, Donna. Hey, what time did you get here? Uh, again, I've been on the air with you all morning. No kidding. In Wait. studio. We've had a lot of back and forth and stuff like that. I'm cool. Okay. So that's concerning. Um, we've reached a portion of our show. And if you guys think, you know, the Don and Steve experience, hashtag, we're always short on content. That is really exaggerated this week because Hollywood shuts down. There's yeah, no real, it's does. tough to find new news this yeah. week. Nobody's out and about. And so it's the uh, lack of content that we think is out there of which, of which we want to really give to you guys that leads us to our next impromptu segment, which is, Having producer Mike Ganger take an airborne tablet straight in his oh. mouth without any water. So the story is, Donna gave me airborne. She took airborne. I said, hey, the first time I took it, I didn't know it was an effervescent. I just put the big tablet right in my mouth and thought it was a chewable. You find out shortly into that experience that it is, in fact, an effervescent. It wants to mix with water, bubble. And so it will mix with water, but that water is your saliva. And then it just becomes, it's almost like Pop Rocks, Mike. You know, when's the last time you had Pop Rocks? Oh, I... 10, 12, 14, 15 years? I don't know. It's been a long time. Okay. Well, I think you're really going to enjoy this. Yeah. Quinn over there? <laughs> he is over here, yes. All right, great. Um, so what we'll do is just, and you don't have to, if it's not as bad as I remember it, that's fine. We did have one listener who said that she did it on the car ride up north and thought she had to pull over because she was going to start uh, choking. You'll become slightly rabid, but why don't you plop it in? All right. And just chew it up, Give him an, Give him an out, though. You can spit it out if you're about if you're to baby. die. I'm being held Listen. against my will. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I re Just reading about it, though, I don't think I'm going to try to swallow. I think I heard that that's probably a bad idea. No, no, that tablet's too day. big. No. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, no, you can, I think, well, like I crunch up and swallow it? I chewed or? it up and I swallowed it. Don't do it, Mike. Okay. What do you mean? It's just, it's all good stuff. Leave him alone. All right, here we go. Go ahead. It's tart. It's very tart. And it's the size of like a big, it's a, it's big, a big sweet tart. Sweet tart. Yeah. Exactly. Very similar. Mm -hmm. Bigger than a Tums. It's like two Tums together. 
exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is it tough to crunch through, or can you bite into it and it snaps? Got in there pretty easy. Yep. Okay. It's definitely right. chewable. That's good. Mm-hmm. Because now what should happen is your up. your saliva will mm-hmm. start. Yeah. Are you sensing some bubbles oh, in yeah. your mouth? We're getting rabid. Yeah. I oh, no. All right. Oh. No, no, no. This is great. This is Donna. You're such a baby. Uh, it's I not going to be attractive in any way, shape, or I form. I feel like we no, should have consulted not. with the legal department first. No. Forgiveness, not permission. We okay. go there with his body later. <laughs> What's happening, Mike? Is it really? It's it really fills your mouth, doesn't it? It expands. The bubbles expand. You, <laughs> oh man! See, it is okay. So I'm not making this up. If you don't no. know, it's coming. Oh man! It's a shocking experience. Mm-hmm. I think you swallow it because you would no, swallow don't it. Swallow it. No, he's going to get heartburn, and then he's going to be sick for the rest of the day. If All right, you, spit it out. Oh, he's got to spit it out. Leave him alone. What a baby! You're like the mean big brother. No, it's. That's the good stuff that you want for his immune system. I care about him. Mike? I, yeah. Um, I thought it would be, I don't know. I thought it would be worse. It wasn't terrible. Okay. I just didn't want to swallow it because, like I said, I've been reading about how you know gassy it would potentially make you for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I didn't want to go down that road, so right. I just said I'm not going to swallow it. But, yeah, it fills well, it up Even if quick. you had had gas afterward, there's another tablet for that. <laughs> we could have just made this a, a whole train. <laughs> All way through. All right, uh, we're glad you survived. Thank you for being a good hey, sport. With that, do what I can. Why don't we uh, find out, since we have two sit and supers, our final sit and supers, it's that time of the show. Come down for Moose Soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Soup, 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 we had crab bisque last week. That's going to be tough to tell. Cafeteria is Brian. B- All right, dude. Dog. How'd we it's do? the Donna and Steve experience. Now, how'd we do? Um, Brian, know. it's the final sit and soup. So our yep. final guests are with us. Donna told this story earlier that she saw you this morning. You were outside smoking. And at that point, she said, <laughs> she said, hey, what's the soup? And you didn't have a concrete plan just yet. That left us feeling a little bit worried. Where do things stand now? I got I got it all under control, you guys. I do a soup every day. Okay, well, I don't we know why you'd be so worried about it. That's because Donna and I total combined in our lives have probably made less than ten soups. That's sure, true. including Campbell's, probably right. Wow, well, no, no, now he's, no. Now he's hurting us. Oh, wow. Um, all right, so what's the soup of the day? Today? I got a uh, chicken tortilla, as we had spoke about. Okay, oh, yes. yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Hey, what's for lunch? Oh, I got a homemade boneless chicken wing. How'd you get the bones Ooh. out? Uh, it's <laughs> secret. <laughs> chef secret. Yeah, it's right, chef secret. Right. Okay, and Shelly's got her almond bars, which oh, yeah. are to die for. Yeah. So, all right, this is good. We'll see you in a Need few. Self-control today. Yeah. Right. We'll be down there. Treat us well. Mr. Yeah, Mrs. Don't be like mean Mr. Like Patterson, Miss Valentine, that'd be nice. We're trying to impress the guests. Okay? All right, bye. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. That's pretty sweet. All right, that's good. He he figured it out. That's amazing. Yeah, he makes a good chicken tortilla. He does. White chicken chili. My wife made a white chicken chili once. I, the first time I'd ever had it, I was like, well, this is outstanding. What's up with that? Let's all make some soup. I love soup. I forgot to wear my I love soup t-shirt. I'm sorry. You know, in the new year, I'm not ready to go. I am planning on doing some making some changes to my life. I hope so. And one of them has to do with an alarm clock. That Do you want me to reveal my alarm clock that I'm thinking about tomorrow on the show? What? <laughs> what does that mean? There is an alarm clock that I'm going to get, and you know how I get with expectations. I put them up pretty high that I think is going to change my mornings. Oh, God. I have a feeling 
Is it like a big? Uh, we'll oh, okay. Tomorrow. Fine. Um, I'll tell you about it, and I I think this could be a really good thing. I'm very excited to do, hear about it. Do you mean that? Because you said that in a really uh, not really sort of monotone. Zero Gary. Donna, you haven't even heard me talk about it yet. It's going to be great. If you feel like you're tired in the morning, I've learned something. I've learned something about how we should be going to bed and, as a result, how we ought to be waking. And frankly, I don't want to oversell it, but it is going to change anyone's life who hears it tomorrow. Please don't call me frankly. So that's a sure sign that we are, in fact, out of content. We'll be back tomorrow. Don and Steve, my talk.